Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Great start to the BBL season. Our, our next guest is the current golden cap. Is it a golden cap? He's the cap, cap holder. <laughs> it's only been one game. But um, he had three wickets in a huge win. And he's on the phone right now. Heat spinner Mitch Swepson. Welcome to the run home. Afternoon, Mitch. Afternoon, guys. How are we going? Very good. Yourself? Yeah, going well. I might have to get that golden cap framed after the first game. That's a bit of a generous award, that one, after one game. Doesn't matter, Mitch. Doesn't matter. On, hey, you know what, Mitch? Just turn around and say to Philby, how many golden caps have you got, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitch, can you, have you, like, seriously, have you whacked it on today? Like, have you put it on, gone down the, gone down the ships? <laughs> no, I, down the ship? I actually haven't. No, I haven't seen the golden cap yet, to be oh, honest. So, um um, unless someone takes four for tonight's in tonight's game, I'll be wearing it tomorrow night, uh, which will be uh, the first wear it'll get. So, uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully, you know what you should do, mate, is like just go for a run in it or go to the gym. Make it as filthy and dirty as because you're probably gonna have to pass it on the sock. Uh, after tonight. So, yeah, so just get, get get a photo of you in the nude or something with this year yellow with your golden cap on, and then maybe don't do that. Um, mate, what a cracking start! You were unbelievable last night. How are they feeling coming out of the hand? Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, they uh, felt pretty good to be honest. Always uh, a few nerves there first game of the season. Um, I think everyone gets that. So to get a um, a couple of wickets there and contribute to a win was really nice. A nice way to start the season personally and also for us as a team, we've got sort of three games, bang, 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 um, obviously going again tomorrow night. So to start with a win, um, yeah, everyone always talks about momentum in these competitions. It's a great way for us to start. So, yeah, last night was great. Uh, speaking about that, did it surprise you, Mitch, the ease of the victory last night? Yeah, it did. I mean, you look down their list, they had, um, you know, Two massive names in in Maxwell and Stoinis in their batting lineup. Um, a really good bowling attack with some overseas players that we hadn't really seen much of. So um, we thought they were, you know, going to be a really good opposition for us, a, a good test first up. And I think we sort of played the perfect game, and and they probably didn't have their best day. And when you put those two together, it sort of blew out a bit at the end there. But they're still a quality team and a dangerous team. So. Um, I, I'm, you know, other teams won't be looking at them lightly. I'm sure, even though that result last night, um, they, they've still got some serious players in that lineup. Mate, uh, for those people who didn't see the game, Colin Munro started with the bat, but he he's on 98 and he chips the ball to get a single, and that puts Max Bryant on strike with uh, what, like four, three or four balls to go through. And now, what you'd yeah. assume would happen is when you've got over 200, is that maybe Max Bryant might just knock it for a single and let Colin Munro get his 100. But then what Max Bryant does, which is actually great for the team, is hits three fours. And yeah, poor, yeah. Old, poor old Colin's at the other end on 99. Have, uh, have they spoken? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have spoken, Matt. And to be honest, I'll guarantee that Colin probably said, uh, when Maxie was on strike, don't you dare try and get a single here. Try and get us as many runs as possible. So Colin's that kind of guy, mate. He's, he's a team fella, and um, yeah, as much as he deserved 100 last night, um, he's probably more happy that we got the W. So he's, he's just one of those team-oriented guys, and um, he's a great fella to have in our group.
And I think look, somebody who's a cricket fanatic like I am, yeah. not a, I wouldn't say cricket tragic. It's not my number one sport. I, I think one of the highlights you can have to say in comparing, say, T20 to Test cricket is that it is very much, uh, just like Mitch said, a, more of a team game. Yeah. That, that really is, is great evidence of it. If that was in, especially in the Test game, you know, you would, yeah. 100%, totally. he would try to get the single. For, maybe even the opposition might say, here, yeah, give him a single to get his century. <laughs> but it really is a team game. And, and the other thing as well, it's, you know, it's pretty much over, isn't it, Mitch, within three hours in terms of selling it to younger, a younger generation coming through. Uh, yeah. And I wanted to get onto as well the momentum. Things can change very, very quickly and, and sort of a close game can end up being a little bit like last night, being very, very convincing if you get that momentum, can't, you, can't it, Mitch? Yeah, 100% there. Um, I think the, the shortness of the games and um, that three-hour time slot really appeals to a lot of a lot of people in the Australian public really get around the big bash. So we love playing in front of the big crowds and we know there's a lot of eyes watching. But, yeah, like you said, it's it's high-energy, you know, fast-paced and um, if you slip up, it can make a big impact on the game. And um, you saw we took some early wickets there last night and um, it just snowballed on the stars for them and they sort of just took a plummet and we sort of ran with it and took the momentum of the game and it, and it really blew out. So... Hopefully, hopefully we can keep doing that. Um, that'd be great if we can keep keep winning games with by hundred runs. I think um, that'd be <laughs> nice. But um, I, I dare say it won't be like that the whole tournament. Mate, do you, uh, tall Paul Walter, um, bit of a cult figure, um, and we did notice something yeah. about him. He, his pants looked like they were a bit too short. <laughs> did you? Did anyone? Was there any chat about that in the WhatsApp group? Um, someone yeah, we need to get no, Paul. He, he he did say he did say this morning at the airport that. Uh, he's never played for a new team and not heard a commentator or someone in the crowd <laughs> mention something about his pants being too short. So um, he, he, he's never found a pair of shorts that any franchise he's played for that have been long enough for him. So he's a he's an absolute unit of a, of a man. Um, I'm glad he's on our team because it's a massive bomb and he and he bowled some handy overs well, a handy over for us last night. So um, I'm glad he's on my team. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how we can go with sorting some extra extra long trousers for him. Could we do a shout out to like a Joe Angel or um, you know some of those former tallies that used to play? Like who else we got? Uh, Tom Moody. Tom, Tom Moody was pretty tall. There was a couple of big. Like Joe Angel was probably the tallest, wasn't he? Yeah, he'd still be. He'd have a pair of pants in his cupboard, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchie, let's move on. I'll, I'll save you here. Uh, Sixers are playing tonight. You're back in action, like you said, on a Saturday night tomorrow night against Adelaide, and uh, your ex teammate Chris Lynn will be uh, in the Adelaide side. Yeah, yeah, it's always um, always interesting coming up against against Lenny. I guess we've all, well, most of us here at the Heat have played so much cricket with him. So, um, yeah, it'll be good to catch up with him. But ho- hopefully it's after the game, after a win, and not after he's smacked us all around the park, which we've watched him do for the Heat for so many years. And he obviously had a really good year for the Strikers last year as well. So um, he's definitely one guy we'll plan for and come up with some plans to try and get him out early because, yeah, if he hangs around, it can he can be a damaging batsman and... Um, one that can sort of take the game away from you. So um, we'll come up with our plans and try and get him out nice and early. Mitch, one other thing I noticed in this game, um, and you may have been busy at halftime, they call it halftime, change of innings, um, was the halftime entertainment uh, was a man with a jetpack on, uh, very reminiscent of the 84 La- Los Angeles Olympics. Um, you're, do you, you're probably all a bit too young to remember, but 84 Olympics, they had a man in a jetpack who flew over the stadium as part of the opening ceremony. And from that point on, Bozza, yeah. it felt like, like we were going to get jetpacks the next day. Like it was like, 
like, we're all getting jetpacks. I don't see another jetpack till the first BBL game last night. Did you happen to spot that? No, uh, you were right. I was actually out the back in the net getting warm and ready to go. I, I could certainly hear him. It was so loud um, from outside the stadium. So um, I'm not sure how loud it was inside the stadium. I, I, I missed it, but... Um, seeing some of the highlight packages, mate, that's just one of the things that the, the Gabba um, and the Heat crew, they love to, to make a show. And, and half-times at, at Gabba games are always good entertainment. And Rocketman was um, just another, <laughs> I guess, another Rocket another way to, to bring, bring the entertainment back. So um, give the fans something to watch. But, yeah, I dare say there'll be a lot of parents um, trying to explain to their kids for Christmas why they can't get a jet pack um, <laughs> under the tree oh, this year. Because... I'm not sure they're that accessible, but, um, yeah, no, he was great. He's good. I'd love to see him just floating around up at the Valley he in Brisbane, be, you know, be. just cru- cruising around with a jetpack. <laughs> um, mate, uh, I've got a, I actually have an initiative for, for the BBL because every year they come out and there's always a new thing that's coming here and there. Tra- basically, here it is. Every team gets Travis Head for one game, right, but it's only after a three-day bender. Why do you always want to change things around and this, that, and the other? Because the BBL's going great guns. Yeah, no, it is. But like they're, they're big on initiatives. I mean, we saw the jetpack, right? So I would love to see Travis Head. He has to go out for three nights in a row with no sleep. And then he has to play for every single team. I, I, I'd like to ask me, it, it, looking forward, say, five to ten years, in your opinion, Mitch, uh, you know, obviously 2020 is the future. Do you think that internationally there will be, a, a, a like, you know, we say a proper calendar in terms of being familiar with cricket supporters worldwide, knowing when these tournaments are going to be played, and more importantly, that all the best players will be available for them. Yeah, that's uh, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Like, I think you, you don't want to lose format to the game because, you know, I mean, me personally, I, I still am a bit of a traditionalist. I love the Red Bull game, and uh, you don't want to see that go, and a lot of the best players around the world are still playing that, so it's, it's always difficult to get their availability in all of these competitions around the world, but it certainly is still trending in an upward direction, the, the shorter formats and people are, people are, you know, it's getting bums on seats, people are watching. So um, I certainly think it's got a bright future, the shorter format, and it, it, as long as they keep marketing it well and um, people keep turning up, it'll, it'll just get bigger and bigger. So I think the BBL does it really well. It's one of the better ones around the world and guys want to come and play in it. I think it's great now it's gone back to 10 games. I think the 14 games was a little long last year, so um, this 10-game one will be short, sharp, um, but high, high energy, high impact. You'll get a lot of the better players playing it. So it, it's, um, it, it's really exciting and, um, yeah, hopefully it goes well this year. Yep, well, we hope so as well. Wish you all the best for, for Saturday's game against Adelaide Strikers. Yeah, mate, thank you for joining us here uh, on The Run Home. Mitch, put that cap on, get it dirty, and then pass it on. <laughs> I'll get Thanks it on, I'll get it on. <laughs> uh, thank Thanks, you. Mitch Swepson there from the Brisbane Heat.